Hello and welcome back to Healing Waves Podcast. My name is Amy and I am your host and this is episode 19. I hope you are doing well and you're having a great week so far. The sun is shining here even though it is cold outside. It doesn't feel as cold because of the sun and I am just so, so grateful. Uh, We did have a cold front come through recently. Um, So usually for those first few days, not only is it super cold, but it's also really gloomy. Uh, We also had some rain as well. So I am just so excited that the sun has decided to come out and it just feels so amazing. So this episode is all about praise, acknowledgement, and you absolutely deserve it all. Emotionally immature parents will never praise or acknowledge their children or they just hold back from doing so because their ego is too big. They think because they gave birth to you and provided you with basic needs that they don't need to say thank you. They don't need to show appreciation towards you or congratulate you. And I think that is total bullshit. And we are going to get into why in this episode. So as always, before we dive in, I like to remind everyone that the content in my podcast is not medical advice. I am not trying to get sued. I am just sharing what's worked for me and what I believe we should be educated on in the first place to prevent chronic illness. Another thing I want to mention in every single episode regarding the topic of emotionally immature parents is that, yes, I love my parents. I appreciate everything that they have done for me over the years. I understand that they have worked really, really hard to ensure that my sister and I have a better life, and I will always have that love for them. But I am not responsible for actions that they have taken in their own life or for their emotions. And additionally, anything that I talk about on this topic is not to promote black sheep behavior in a negative way. I often joke about being the black sheep in the family, but not in that negative way. I'm not putting all the blame on my parents for everything that has gone wrong in my life because there are some things that are completely on me. And this is also not a pity party for me or for anyone else going through similar situations. This is just me shining a light on this topic because of how how many traumatized adults we have in this world because of the environment that they were raised in with emotionally immature parents. So emotionally immature parents definitely don't deserve a Nobel Prize for providing basic needs to their children, even though they believe that they deserve it. Um, this also goes back to them just having a really big ego. And I understand that my parents worked really hard to make a living for themselves when they first came to this country. And I'm not taking any of that away from them. You know, my parents usually worked multiple jobs when they first came to this country as immigrants, uh, just to make ends meet and, you know, just keep food on the table. And I believe that this, yes, takes a lot of work and commitment to move to a new country, learn a new language, and, you know, of course, climb the corporate ladder. However, this right here was often thrown in my face as a child growing up. You know, when I would do something wrong or I made a mistake, the phrase I would always hear is that, okay, well, mom and dad worked so hard to give you a good life here and this is how you repay us. You know, they think... Because they decided to move to a new country and start a new life and have their own kids, now I am their debt, essentially, and that I will always owe them something no matter how old I am. And here's the thing. We, as in their kids, 
didn't choose to be here. They decided to have kids and bring us into this world. That is a choice that they made. So I think it's completely wrong for emotionally immature parents to think that we are in debt to them because they gave birth to us and provided us with basic needs. You know, when you decide to have kids, you are automatically signing up for making sure that they have all of the basic needs, food on the table, clothes on their back, a comfortable place to sleep. This is what parents should do. You know, they are the parent. They should be providing these things for their kids. You know, if they didn't want to do any of these things, they can simply choose to not get pregnant. So as a kid, my parents have never said thank you. They never said I love you. They never said congratulations or simply just a word of acknowledgement. And they believed that because I was living in their house, that I was supposed to help with things like chores, you know, cooking, cleaning, etc., You know, from a young age, I was learning how to cook, clean, do laundry. And when I say young, I mean like young, like four, five, six years old, maybe. And while yes, I think it's super important to teach your kids how to do those chores and help around the house, especially as they get older. But I think it's also important to say things like, thank you for helping me vacuum. Thank you for helping me clean. You did a great job. Even if they didn't clean up to your standards, it's still important to say those words of affirmation to your child. Um, You know, thank you for folding the laundry. That helps me a lot. These words of affirmation right here go a long way for a child. And even if it's something that isn't how a parent normally cleans or does chores, that child still deserves praise for helping. Like that praise and that acknowledgement is showing that they are worthy and that their work is appreciated. And to me, honestly, like kids shouldn't really start to learn to like help around the house until they're older, like maybe eight to 10. Maybe that's even still young. I don't know. Um, I don't have children of my own. So unsure of, you know, how, how that works, you know, like what age is the best to teach them you know, things like chores and just helping, you know, to clean and keep the house nice and tidy. Um, I'm unsure of that. But you know, I remember when I was going to China. um, So I've been to China, I think three or four times. The last time I went was my freshman year of high school. Um, And I remember going and we would go to see our relatives. Um, Of course, these are not relatives that I'm familiar with at all. Um, They're a direct extension of either my mom or my dad's side, and I didn't really know any of these people. But I remember going to their homes, and I would see a very, very young child, like cleaning, cooking, folding laundry. Um, And I'm just sitting there, and I just knew I was just like, how old are you? You know? And... Apparently, that is very normal um, in Asian culture. You know, like when you when you're when you're that young, like this kid, I remember going to one of the relatives homes and this little boy was not even like six years old Um, and he was very polite. You know, he acted like what he did not act like a normal six year old. And I'm not saying like 
you know, like kids are supposed to act out all the time. But this kid was very like proper, um, you know, asked us if we wanted water uh, or anything to eat, like something that you wouldn't expect a six-year-old to do, you know? So I like from that point on, even though like I was a freshman in high school, but I was just like, that kid is really young. And I thought, oh, like his parents probably taught him manners and stuff, which is great. But at the same time, I'm like, this kid like probably never just had a day where he could just be a kid, you know? And I just feel like that's just so way too young. You know, I feel like when I think back to my childhood, I wish I had days where I could just be free and just be a kid. And, you know, when I think about the times that I've gone back to China and I see, you know, kids like that little boy who is barely six years old, um, or honestly, I don't even remember how old he was, but he looked really, really young. Um, you know, when they're doing all of these things that, you know, adults should be doing, you know, and I'm like, I just think it's so mind blowing. Um, So I just feel like when, you know, when parents hold back on saying any of these things, thinking that their child should be doing it, it just gives off the impression to the child that they are not worthy. And my parents would always make the excuse that, you know, they are thankful in their hearts and they, you know, they know that they love us in their hearts. So that means they don't need to say anything, which again, I call bullshit on because that's just their ego getting in the way once again. Like, how could you hold back from saying I love you to your own child? Like a child that you brought into this world. Like that part right there makes no sense to me. You know, other phrases like I love you, congratulations, or just any word of acknowledgement were never said to me growing up. And you know, I'm unsure if this is just in Asian households, but my parents, they just never said I love you. They never congratulated me. They never gave any words of acknowledgement or affirmation. Um, and they always told me that they felt it in their hearts. And I should know that they love me because they provide me with basic needs. Once again, bullshit. I'm not saying I'm not grateful for it all. However, saying the words, I love you to your own child just affirms that yes, my parents love me. You know, words go such a long way. And obviously in abusive situations, saying I love you is gaslighting, especially when you are repeatedly experiencing emotional and physical abuse. um, And your parents are saying that they do it because they love you. Like, no, You know, growing up in an emotionally unstable environment, I felt like there was just no love anywhere in the household. You know, it was never expressed. You know, I grew up thinking that I was worthless and dumb and that my parents wished that they had someone else's kid because they were a lot better than me. You know, I was constantly being compared to all these kids um, of our family friends, you know, I was never validated by my parents. And I feel like when you don't get validation from your own parents, which everyone deserves to have loving parents who are supportive, you grow up looking for validation from other people. And I truly believe this is why some people end up in abusive relationships, because 
they're willing to accept the bare minimum or even lower because of how they were raised. And when you've been in an environment, you know, where you aren't validated, you know, you're not acknowledged and treated with love, like that's literally all you know. You know, that's how we become defensive because we are literally just trying to survive. And I also just believe saying congratulations or good job on any achievement for a child from a parent goes such a long way. Like whether that's a good grade, achieving a goal that they've set for themselves in sports, getting a part in a play, anything, all of that deserves praise and should never, ever, ever be overlooked. You know, when a child hears those words, they light up inside. You know, it gives them some affirmation that they are doing amazing and it makes them want to continue to do better. You know, for the longest time, like as an adult, like even in my early 20s, like when people would tell me, oh, hey, like, you know, you did a really good job here um, and I love what you did here. How did you do it? I would always like brush that off. I know it sounds so, so bad because I know these people were, you know, being nice to me and they truly meant it. But because of how I was raised, I was like, okay, brush it off. Time to time to work on the next thing. Um, and I think about that and I'm just like, oh my gosh, that is a trauma response right there. You know, when you brush off a compliment that someone gives you and they truly meant, you know, what they were saying, that it just shows that like, you know, that you aren't worthy. And I was doing that like as a reflex, pretty much reflex, not reflex. (laughs) Um, That was like a reflex for me because that's all I knew. My parents themselves didn't even accept praise from anyone. And I feel like, you know, when you When you don't accept praise for yourself, then you are reaffirming to yourself that you're not good enough. And I feel like praise and acknowledgement at any age is always appreciated and goes a long way for anyone. And I just feel like most emotionally immature parents, they don't, they won't see past their ego. And it's really sad to me because all I can think about is why and the fact that Their parents never showed them any of these. So it's just a toxic cycle that's being continued until someone breaks it. And unfortunately, the person who does break that cycle gets a lot of flack. They, um, you know, they're essentially exiled and away from the family. You know, they're made fun of. They're poked at. Um, It is not an easy thing to do, but I feel like when you are a cycle breaker, you know it. Like when you are the chosen one to point out just all of these toxic things that have been passed on from generation to generation, you know that is your job and that is what you've been put here to do. It's not an easy thing whatsoever. It is not made for the weak. (laughs) It is something that is... It takes so much energy to do, but you know it is the right thing to do. Um, One of the things that I have realized in healing is that I have lived my life thinking that I never needed any praise or acknowledgement from anyone because it made me stronger. And I simply thought this because of how I was raised by my parents 
you know, and never receiving any of that praise. You know, I thought it was making me stronger because I can always give praise to myself. And while I think, yes, it's important to give yourself praise, give yourself acknowledgement and be proud of yourself, you know, others should also give it to you too, especially if you're doing something for them. So feeling like I didn't need the praise or acknowledgement just led me to being a people pleaser, you know, a perfectionist. And of course, seeking validation in others. Like I really had to learn how to accept praise and acknowledgement from others and learn how to love myself for me. You know, I know I'm a hard worker. I'm a kind and loving person and I deserve to be acknowledged and praised. And it's crazy to even think that, yes, you know, I need to learn how to receive praise and acknowledgements because I was never taught that as a kid. You know, I... I know many of us struggle with receiving praise and accepting acknowledgements from others. And I think it's just so important that we pause for ourselves and really look at the work that we have done for others and ourselves and just sink into that moment. You know, unlearning perfectionism, people pleasing and seeking validation from others is a process and it will take time. Like it's, it's important to be patient with yourself here. Um, affirming to yourself that you are talented and you are a hard worker and that you have purpose here is important every single day and that you are valuable to this world. You know, we all have a purpose here. Um, we weren't brought into this world for no reason. You know, um, My fiance and I prioritize saying thank you to the other person, you know, for cleaning the house or doing a different chore um, because it's really important and it goes a long way, even as adults. Like, I don't care how old you are, you know, I don't think anyone will ever get tired of hearing the words, thank you for doing this or, hey, that was really good. That turned out amazing, Um, you know, and saying thank you to yourself for showing up also goes a long way. And it's a change that we can start implementing immediately. Because like I've mentioned, like, we all work really hard. You know, we all deserve praise. You know, when you wake up and you go to work, you're working for whatever company it is, like you're doing work for them. So if a manager or a higher up comes to you, or they email you saying, hey, like, love this presentation, love what you did here. Thank you so much. It's really important to just sink into that moment. Um, And I know a lot of big corporations, like, they don't do this. (laughs) I know a lot of corporations tend to not appreciate their employees, but that is a conversation for a different day. (laughs) Um, But, you know, when you do come across those individuals who do see your value and they see your worth and they, they really do think that, you're, you're adding so much value to their organization um, or whatever or whatever it is that you're doing. I just think it's so important that we, we really just hold ourselves to that standard and just sink into that moment. I think when we continuously work and work and work, um, trying to achieve the next best thing, we're basically telling ourselves what we just did before wasn't enough. And that's just really sad. I mean, for a long time, that's how I was. And I know so many of you have 
probably done this to yourselves too. You know, I know I can't be the only one. Um, I think it's just so important to really value yourself and spend time with yourself because you are worthy, you are valuable, you have a purpose here. And, you know, it doesn't mean you're behind, you know, just because you've had to learn to accept praise and acknowledgement, you're just breaking a toxic cycle. Um, And that's what I hope that, you know, you guys take away today is you absolutely matter. Your mental well-being, your emotional well-being, your physical well-being all matters. And you are allowed to take time for yourself and you are allowed to accept praise and acknowledgments and affirmations from others. Um, and I think that's really, really important that we we start doing that because words matter. The words that we that we speak to ourselves matter. And you know, words go a long way. So these affirmations are so, so important when it comes to your own personal development and your own growth. All right. And that wraps up this podcast episode. I hope you have found this helpful and relatable. And if there is something on this topic or any topic that you would like me to talk more about on this podcast, you can send me an email at healingwavespodcast at gmail.com. I would love to heal you. Not, <laughs> I just said, I would love to heal. I would love to heal you, actually. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode and uh, the Q&As and polls and how it was beneficial for you. And as mentioned before, this podcast is now available everywhere on all pl- podcast platforms. And I am also active on TikTok. So if you would like to see more content, uh, follow me on there and I will include my handle in the description of this podcast. I hope you all have an amazing week. I love you all so much and I will see you in next week's episode.